Why, hello there, my friend, and thank you, as always, for joining me here today to talk all things weddings. Now, from gas to food to wedding vendors, we are living in a time where, let's face it, nothing is getting any cheaper. Unless you've got a blank checkbook, and lucky you if that's the case, then staying on budget as you plan out your wedding details is an incredibly important element of planning out the overall celebration. You're likely going to be prepared for the major stuff. So for example, your venue, catering, your photographer, but there are lots of sneaky little things that couples don't plan for, and we're going to cover a sampling of those today. Now, taken individually, $150 here, $200 there, that doesn't sound like the end of the world, but when you multiply that by 10, and now you're looking at $2,000 to $3,000, that can sneak up on you in the final months before your wedding and make a pretty impactful statement on that budget that you have tried so hard to keep under control. So today's show is going to prepare you to write all this stuff into your budget now, or you can also proactively come up with some workarounds so that you're not caught making an impulsive last minute decision out of stress or lack of information. And with that, let's get into it. The top 10 expenses that couples overlook and fail to plan for, and number one on our list, we're going to start relatively small, is postage. So postage on your invitations and also postage on your return RSVP cards. Now, of course, you could do an alternate route and send electronic invitations or at the very least, you could do electronic RSVPs from your wedding website. That's a very popular option. To give you a concrete idea of numbers, if you're sending out 100 wedding invitations that weigh two ounces each, and side note, make sure to weigh them before you send them because a lot of these invitations with multiple enclosures and really thick paper stock, they can weigh more than two ounces. I'm just using that for an example here. So 100 invitations, stamps on those is gonna cost you $78, and then you're gonna be paying another $58 for stamps on your return RSVP cards. So I didn't do the math exactly, but really quick in my head, $136 total for postage. Again, like I said at the opening just a couple minutes ago, that doesn't sound like a lot of money, but if you multiply that by 10 other things, that can add up to be a pretty significant chunk of cash. So put postage on your invitations somewhere in your budget right now. Next item we're going to touch on is alterations. I'm going to specifically be talking about a dress in this section, although of course alterations can apply to a custom suit that you're having made as well. Now depending on the style that you choose, you can plan for anywhere from $100 to a couple hundred dollars to multiple hundreds of dollars for alterations. So it is very important, number one, it's important to buy clothing, in this case a dress, that naturally fits you well to begin with. 
If you need a size 10, but the only one they have is a 16, please think carefully before you just decide, oh, I'll have it altered down because alterations can add up really, really quickly. I know at the dress store, and I've seen this personally, endless number of times, they make it look so easy, like, oh, we can just clip up the back and clip here and clip there and make this size 16 dress fit your size 10 body. And it looks like it's not that big of a deal, but it might be a big deal. Again, depending on the style of dress, depending on the material, depending on any overlays, the bottom line here is take alterations into account as you're formulating your clothing budget. So another, just to bring the point home, another general example, if your wedding dress budget is $2,000 total, then your actual wedding dress should not cost $2,000 because we need to think about taxes, alterations, and maybe even shapewear in that number as well. So if your budget is $2,000, then your actual dress should be closer to the $1,500 price point because after taxes, alterations, and shapewear undergarments, you're going to get to that $2,000 mark really, really quickly. Does that make sense? And moving on, number three on our list for today is meals for your vendors. When you're calculating your final guest count numbers and you're submitting those to your venue and or your catering team, don't forget about your vendors, many of whom will include a literal stipulation in the contract that they are provided a full sit-down meal. So if we're taking a catering package that's $100 per plate, and then we're multiplying that by your three photographers, your two videographers, your DJ, your wedding planner, and her assistant, that's $800. Read your contracts carefully, know what's in them, and plan for those vendors to be included in any final headcounts. And next item, taxes, service fees, tips, and gratuities. So depending on the size and scope of your wedding celebration, this category can balloon out of control in the blink of an eye. The best way to be on your toes is to be aware of your contracts and keep yourselves accountable to an accurate tally, however it is that you're keeping track of your budget. Here's a great example for you, marking down $5,000 for your venue on your budget tracker simply isn't accurate if you're not including the taxes, the mandatory service fee, and the mandatory 20% gratuity that's written into your contract. Your $5,000 venue might actually be more like $7,000 or even $8,000. Don't be like most couples who sweep it under the rug and plan as if the venue price is $5,000 and then you're going to wind up way over budget at the end of the day because you're being blind to the actual situation. And our next sneaky little budget buster is rental items. This is another category that can balloon out of control and is potentially a huge expense. There are a ton of creative ways to get around exorbitant rental fees. And I'm talking about things like tableware, 
decorations, hanging installations, chair covers, a specialty bar, a specialty dance floor. I could go on and on and on. This topic alone of rental items is probably robust enough to consume an entire episode just on that topic. But in a nutshell for today's purposes, choose your venue carefully and be sure you're shopping around for options when it comes to rental items. I know based on your location, you might not have an endless plethora of options available to you, but I would really recommend not just biting on the first rental company you speak with, and I would really be thoughtful about the actual items that are being suggested and their corresponding price tags. All right, coming up after a quick break, I have five more unexpected expenses that many engaged couples fail to plan for. I'll be back in just a minute. When it comes to men's skincare, Caldera Lab is the perfect option for you to look and feel your best. It's super easy to add to your morning and your nightly routine, and we're talking clear skin, less wrinkles, and signs of aging. What's not to love? Caldera Lab creates high-performance men's skincare products, and the Regimen package leads off their product lineup. It's a -a twice-a-day routine, and it will transform your skin. The Regimen includes three easy-to-use products, the Clean Slate, the Base Layer, and finally, the Good. And my husband John is already loving the look and feel of his skin after just a couple of weeks. Finally, he actually gets why I've been so obsessed with my skincare routine for all these years. And just for our audience, we have an exclusive deal. You're not beating this offer. Use wedding at calderalab.com and 20% off right now. Get 20% off with code wedding at calderalab.com to make unforgettable first impressions with the best gift this holiday season. 20% off at calderalab.com with code WEDDING. Coordinating suit and tuxedo looks for your fiancé and wedding party can get pretty overwhelming. That's why Generation Tux makes it simple, fun, and convenient with online suit and tuxedo rentals that allow you to do everything online from the comfort of your own home. Generation Tux specializes in online suit and tuxedo rentals with high-quality men's formal wear rentals starting at just $99 and award-winning customer service. It is awesome and so convenient that they offer a free home try-on and they'll even deliver you swatches so that you can match the colors to your decor, your venue, and your wedding party. And best of all, you get free round-trip shipping with virtual consultations with their customer experience and stylists, and even access to online tools to help you plan the perfect wedding. You can try Generation Tux for yourself by visiting generationtux.com. Build your head-to-toe looks, get free color swatches, a free home try-on, and manage your entire wedding party online. That's G-E-N-E-R-A-T-I-O-N-T-U-X dot com. Susan's Travel Services is so excited to partner with you to plan your honeymoon, destination wedding, or maybe even your bachelor or bachelorette party. Susan and her team have been planning dream vacations for 27 years, and they are truly the best in the business for start-to-finish planning services. 
Travel and new experiences are incredibly special to me, and Susan and her team have helped me plan some unforgettable vacations, including a bachelorette party in Cabo and a family anniversary celebration in Cancun. They meticulously researched the best all-inclusive options for us based on some very specific priorities and the professional assistance in choosing location, resort, activities, and transportation was absolutely priceless. From all-inclusive resorts in Mexico and the Caribbean, overwater bungalows in the Maldives, or that African safari that you've always dreamed of, save yourself hours of research and guesswork and let Susan and her team find you the best options for a -a once-in-a-lifetime vacation. Reach out to Susan and her team today by emailing info at susanstravelservices.com And be sure to let her know that I sent you and get $50 off your final booking or $200 off your destination wedding. Her email one more time is info at susanstravelservices.com. We are picking things right up with delivery, transportation, and setup fees. These items will typically be hidden within your contracts, and it's really important to be aware of and to plan ahead for them. As you're reviewing the final details with potential vendors, it never hurts to ask upfront, what additional fees do we need to be aware of and to plan for? Much like we discussed with your venue before the break, if your florist's package price is $2,000, but there's a delivery fee of $400, a fuel surcharge of $100, setup and takedown fees of $500, and then you're going to leave them a tip, then your budget needs to reflect $3,000 at least for your floral line item, not $2,000. See how sneaky this stuff is? It adds up so quickly. And our next sneaky expense is overtime charges for your wedding planner, your photographer, your DJ, basically anyone you're hiring to work with. Be aware of the overtime charges by the hour ahead of time so that you can proactively plan for it and get it written into your budget so that it's not a surprise on the night of. Nobody wants to be making those decisions on the fly uh, under stress and pressure. It's so much easier if you just proactively have a handle on it and plan for it ahead. And next we have transportation. Now lots of couples I've worked with in the past will shove transportation off to the very end of planning hoping it will go away because it can be kind of a pesky logistical thing to iron out and it's also a pesky thing to pay for. So they end up shoving it off to the end and they wind up in a bind at the last minute making an impulsive decision based on necessity instead of a well-informed decision based on proactive information and actions. Now, In most cases, this is a little bit of a tangent, but in most cases, I am of the opinion that providing transportation to your guests is totally optional. Again, that's in most, not all cases, and that is just my opinion, so do with that what you will. But either way, I would 
definitely suggest making a decision early on in your planning about whether or not you will have transportation arrangements that you need to make so that it's not a last minute budget item that winds up costing you thousands of unforeseen dollars. And next on our list as we come to the end here is wedding insurance. Insurance is a tricky topic. I can't tell you if you need it or not, or if you should get it or you shouldn't, but I can tell you that it's definitely worth looking into early on in your engagement versus waiting until the end when you don't feel like shelling out another few hundred bucks and it turns out you may have benefited from having it. Side note, many venues will require you to provide an auxiliary insurance umbrella policy for damages and or for alcohol service. And in most cases, these separate policies don't cost more than a couple hundred dollars, but very important to just be eyes open to it and look into it early on so that you're not surprised at the end. And to wrap up today's list on unforeseen expenses that you can proactively plan for, let's talk about auxiliary events that you may want to host over the course of your wedding, such as a welcome party, most couples will do some form of rehearsal, and or a farewell brunch to say goodbye to all of your guests and kind of wrap up anyone who you didn't get to spend a ton of time with. Hosting side events like this in addition to the wedding reception is obviously totally optional, but it is my favorite way to really maximize the experience for everyone. And of course, it will come as a surprise to exactly no one that these auxiliary events can put a big dent in your budget if you don't proactively plan for them, in addition to the other bazillion things that you're planning and paying for. The good news is that a meaningful welcome party, rehearsal, post-wedding brunch, these can all be planned and executed at a really affordable price point. To keep everything organized, I would recommend that you make a rough guest count for each event, brainstorm some potential venues and some potential hosting formats, some menus that you're thinking of, and then assign at least an estimate for a dollar amount really early on in your planning. That's the key part that you can have this incorporated into your overall budget so that it's not a surprise in the final months. And if you're only a couple of months away from wedding day and you'd still decide relatively last minute to add on a welcome party and or a brunch, That's awesome, and please don't let budget keep you from doing either or both or all of those things. You can lean on your family and your friends for help. This is a great planning item to delegate to the people who are constantly asking you how they can help with the wedding. You could organize a really casual barbecue welcome party in a friend or a family member's backyard. You could ask a few people for help with side dishes and desserts. And you're looking at a super affordable event that will add priceless memories and extra time spent together over the course of your wedding weekend. All right, that wraps it up for our unexpected expenses. And in the spirit of Black Friday and Cyber Week sales that are coming up right around the corner if you're listening to this show live, I wanted to share a walkthrough of how you can take advantage of the season to save big on Etsy. 
Etsy is one of my favorite sites for all things wedding. From favors to gifts, unique decorations, do-it-yourself supplies, bridesmaids dresses, even wedding dresses, you can support small businesses and let Etsy be your one-stop shop. You can view my favorite wedding categories by visiting weddingplanningpodcast.co slash Etsy. And here are some bonus shopping tips that you can take advantage of. Within the Etsy seller community, sellers will start running holiday sales early in November and they will last all the way through the new year. So you're looking at a big window here that you can take advantage of some awesome prices on custom decorations, gifts, etc. My first shopping tip is don't be shy. Etsy makes it really, really easy for you to reach out and ask questions to the seller. So I would highly encourage you to communicate with them regarding any bulk discounts that they may be willing to offer, any customizations that you can request to their existing photos or existing products, etc. Most sellers are on Etsy because they are willing to be flexible and creative when working with their clientele. So do not be shy. Hit that button to send them a message and ask away with all of your questions. The worst response you can get is a no, we can't do that, in which case you will have lost nothing. In the case of wedding favors, for example, if you plan on purchasing 200 of them, ask the seller if they'd be willing to offer you a bulk discount for 200 or more pieces. That benefits the seller because they save a ton on shipping. They save a lot of time interfacing with just one customer instead of 20 when they pack a large order like that. And they can probably take advantage on bulk discounts of the supplies on the back end. So again, it doesn't hurt, hurt to ask. The worst thing that could happen is they could say no. My next Etsy shopping tip is use the filters that are available there so that you can really narrow down a shop that might be local to your area, delivery times, prices, reviews, they even can, you can filter by color. So really take advantage of all of those. As an example, if you were to just type in wedding favors, you're likely going to get 100,000 or more search results. And no, I'm not exaggerating. Try it. But if you type in wedding favors and you want a shop that's local to your area and you want them delivered in five to seven business days and you need them to be under $2 each and you only want to deal with a shop that has five star reviews, that's really going to limit the search results that you get back. And that only benefits you because then you're really guaranteed to be getting exactly what you're looking for. And then my final Etsy shopping tip, which I touched on really briefly, but really read those customer reviews and read what people have to say about their experience with that particular seller. Lots of people will also post pictures along with their review, which is a huge win so that you can see the product in action being used. And again, just get that firsthand experience from other people who have purchased from that seller and who can vouch for how amazing they are. All right, with that, we're going to wrap it up for this week. Again, if you're listening live, happy holidays. I am incredibly grateful that you have 
chosen to include the wedding planning podcast in your plans. Thank you so much. Have an awesome week with your family, with your friends, with all of your loved ones. Be safe. And we'll talk again next week. Same time, same place. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Wedding Planning Podcast. For episode recaps and special offers, visit our website at wedpodcast.com. There you'll also find a link to submit your wedding questions and future show topic requests. Follow us wherever you listen for new episodes every Wednesday. And if you're loving the podcast, please leave a five-star rating and review to share your favorite episodes and thoughts with other couples. Wishing you a happy engagement. Thank you so much for letting me be a part of it. And we'll talk again next week, same time, same place. When facing a family law matter, it can feel like an overwhelming and never-ending court process. It's vital to know that things will look better on the other side if you hire legal counsel with the skill and compassion to help. It's Stangy Law Firm. We represent clients in difficult family law matters every day. Visit FamilyLawRepresentation.com to schedule your consultation. That's FamilyLawRepresentation.com. Stangy Law Firm, here to help you rebuild your life. Stangy Law Firm has an office in Wichita. Kirk Stangy, 120 South Central Avenue, Suite 450 Clayton, Missouri.